Hello everyone and welcome back to Gathering of Gotchas after a long break. The only podcast that focuses exclusively on the games your parents don't want you to play. I'm Galen, the sound guy Firestone. I'm Rana. And I'm Dez. We're yeah, no back. Joke on back. We are back. <laughs> We've a vengeance. I'm not sure about a vengeance just yet, but yeah. No, you don't understand. We must avenge ourselves from whatever happened that uh, didn't uh, let us record the last few days. The plague? My mental issues? The fact, my utter lack of motivation? Like, there's a whole list of reasons, at least on There's a lot of stuff. I mean, this way it makes rooms for sequels. (laughs) Fair enough, I guess. That's just good planning, really. Oh... (laughs) God, we're coming up on our one year, which is one of the reasons we're back, which is kind of amazing that we've had this show for that long. Well, I'm sure we'll talk a, a little bit more next time. Yep. The, the saddest thing about the one year episode uh, being that uh, we can't have the whole OG team together due to persistent audio issues and lockdown issues and delivery issues. Yeah, um, we've been trying to get Kite his new microphone headset for literally months now and because he's locked down it hasn't gotten to him yet he's still very much a part of this show he's still one of the founders and he still needs to be a part of it unfortunately that's just not really feasible at the moment because of tech it's um, been ordered but postal services pretty much not even postal I services expect- just delivery services specifically in the philippines i if i'd sent it usps it probably would have made it i expect by the time the microphone oh. arrives it's going to have grandkids at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, in that case, spares. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, Come man. on, let's talk a little bit about FFBE to start with, shall we? I am way behind on this. Yeah, and there uh, were a lot of important things to cover. I suppose the biggest and the most notable one, because it's very much a game changer, is Dark Visions. Yeah, I still have no idea what this is, other than the thing that people are angry at. Why can't I find the thing I'm looking for? There it is. I People are, like, angry at it. Apparently there's a leaderboard thing going on. Yeah, I haven't looked too close into the leaderboard issues, which are the same as uh, the whoever is at the top of the raid leaderboards uh, yeah. with or arena leaderboards. as much as somebody else. That, that's just cheating. That's something to be expected at this point. Uh, but the event itself has some issues. Issues that were also felt in JP and fixed with some quality of life since then, but we haven't gotten those. So basically what we have is an event that lasts a week and not two where you have essentially to gear up your units for uh, 15 trails in a row. And uh, because there's the leaderboard that's the main reward structure for the event, uh, you have to treat even the early easy challenges as something you have to optimize. Okay, I can see why that would be a pain in the butt. Especially since... uh, they have a system where they have 16 party slots, 2 per element, and if you 
put a party in a certain slot, you have a 20% bonus to attacks of that element. So you have very much an interest in actually changing and remaking the parties every time, but the load on safe party function is not in these parties. Mm. So when okay. I say you have to gear the party of six member, not five, six, since you don't have a friend unit, uh, for each of these 15 trials, you do, and you have to pay attention to some specificities like uh, the preemptive attacks, and uh, because damage taken influences your score as well, so you want to take the measures that allow you to basically clear the trials in one, two, or three turns at best. So this sounds like a giant pile of whale bait from everything I'm hearing. Uh, the whale baiting is mostly because of uh, the fact that you're not allowed duplicate units. Meaning that you're encouraged to have not only a set few good units and you can pair them with a friend, but you have to have several good units with compatible chaining families. Or a flexible setup that allows you to build up your chains and then actually use finishers. Huh. There are several schools of thought on this one. Uh, Apparently, the whole finishers and chaining with Oral Ray or something is better, but I've still managed to reach uh, suitable landmarks by going with whatever chain I had. I will say, though, that made me test and uh, get through Select 7 to get some units I didn't have or didn't use before. Like, one of my mainstay damage dealer for the physical parties right. was Crimson. Crimson? Yeah. Interesting. T turns out he's my second best uh, Absolute Mirror of Equity trainer huh. after Lilithet. Huh. Okay. I know, right? I would not have called that. Yeah. He's just been so ignorable. Oh, yeah, but his enhancements were basic, but good. I mean, sometimes uh, simple is better. You overcomplicate things, you know. All right. Well, okay. You overcomplicate things, you get uh, Astral Deva Axtar, apparently. Which leads us naturally to uh, where the units that were released during Dark Visions, uh, which were the Asper units. Yay. I hate these units. I hate their concept. I hate their execution. Everything about them bothers me. That much, huh? I, the more I look at it, they're visually overcomplicated. I don't understand why they have espers attached to them other than to look cool. There's no real justification for it beyond that. The esper choices everyone gets makes no sense. Yeah, like, I agree with the latter point in particular. Sometimes it's very sketchy. Like, I understand Axtar, for instance. Yeah, Axtar and uh, Lakshmi. Lakshmi is largely physical-based. Sure, that makes sense. But why mm. does, why does, I mean, we're kind of skipping uh, ahead to JP here. I would here, dispute but... Lakshmi, actually, since that's more of a healer as far. Not Lakshmi, sorry, who am I thinking of? Asura, wrong multi-arm person. Yes. Sorry, and, wrong. Uh, this one isn't released yet. Because Lakshmi is on lead. 
which is a really weird one. Like that that yeah. one's weird because she's not a healer. So why would you do a heal exactly. boost on a character who doesn't have that to begin with? Um, why yeah, there's you, some weird decisions there for sure. Why yeah. would you give Madame Adele Tetrasilphide, which is entirely casting, and Madame Adele is not um, casting? That's because they didn't give that Tetrasilphide is on Physalis, which is the exact same problem. Exact same problem. Who am I thinking of? Yes. With I thought uh, I saw a green one. Adele has Fenrir. But you okay. know what? Yeah, Fenrir is hybrid. I don't know. That was. Yeah, that was... But you know. No, no, no. But that's my stuff for another thing. Okay, so Edel, which element is she? Dark uh, and Earth. Right. Fenrir, okay. which element is this Esper? Dark and Ice. Dark and Ice. Which element do you think Fenrir Edel is? I'm going to guess something silly mm. because you're None asking of the me. above. Fire and Wind. Of course. What? That you know the wind <laughs> thing is probably why I thought Sylphid. Yeah. Yeah. That no, makes it, no damn sense. It doesn't. Uh didn't uh like didn't Laswell get Shiva or something like that? To contrast uh, the fire yeah, and ice. He will get Shiva indeed. Yeah. Because like... apparently the most defining trait of Laswell is opposite of Rain and not his own character developed for an entire season. Yeah, I know, right? It's uh no it, it these Esper units just drive me up a wall. I'm very annoyed at them. I will say Odin Reagan makes sense. Yeah, there's a couple that make sense. Odin Reagan makes sense. Uh, Charlotte and Alexander is ridiculously optimized. Absolutely. But this one aren't on out yet. For now, the ones we have are Ifrit Rain. Which is, okay, uh, sure. Ifrit's yeah. physical, why not? Uh, Dark Spirit Soul, so Diablo Soul. Cool, so we're Giving a bunch of dark attacks to a light guy, that's helpful. Uh, the weirdest part about uh, uh, Diablo Soul is that, of course, he naturally leans towards uh, dark elemental magic attacks and light elemental magic attacks. At least that's what makes sense. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, it's... Sure, it's annoying, but whatever. No, no, no. The problem is that he has dark elemental and fire elemental attacks. What? Why fire? <laughs> Why? Because Bahamut Fina has dark and light elemental attacks. I <laughs> I hate everything. I can hear Galen's brain melting. Uh... Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Currently the best DPS in the game, by the way. Non-limited character, the best DPS in the game. Uh, and I got her because uh, I pulled a little on this banner while I wanted a better Absolute Mirror of Equity Chainer than Crimson, and I wanted Axta. Didn't get him, but uh, we take uh, pity, uh, pity pulls that uh, are literally the best right now. Yeah, no, I mean, if you're getting I the suppose. absolute best in the game, that's a pretty good consolation prize. Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, now, I mean, the thing most notable about these characters and the reason for the time of their release, I feel, is that, uh, well, they're not necessarily best in class, except, of course, for Fina, as I mentioned. Right. They complement very well existing chaining families, meaning that if you didn't have a duplicate for your Stardust Way Chainer or your Curse Wave Awakened Chainer, you can pull one in this banner. That's the timing. 
I'm mildly annoyed. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Rain is the only CG out of any of these, correct? Everyone else is just normal? Correct. Yeah, so Fina doesn't get a CG. Well, Reagan doesn't get a CG. Axar doesn't get a CG. These are basically all CG characters, and the only CG is Rain. Yeah, interestingly, though, uh, at least Fina, I don't know about the others, but at least Fina does have the... Uh, capacity uh, CG main characters uh, have, where they instantly charge where I'll be at the beginning of turn one. Interesting. That's like, I wouldn't bonus, have I even suppose. minded if they just copy-pasted CG Fita's uh, LB and just gave it to her anyway, and just upgraded the stats on it. Like, that would have been fairly acceptable. Yeah, but, uh, no, she uh, fuses with Bahamut's and goes for, um, Laser Mega Flare—that's a finisher. Sure. I mean, it does the job, but she's not very LB centric. Uh, no, then. Uh, as far as uh, units uh, that uh, came to us uh, go. We also have a new batch of limited units uh, after the very recent one from Full Metal Alchemist and even more recently War of the Vision. Uh, we now have also Valkyrie Profile. Yay! That makes a return. Kind of yay. Um, yeah, kind of yay is alright. It's a thing. Yeah. So, uh, they came with enhancement for the old units and two new ones. The okay. new ones are uh, Lizard and Mistina. Yep. Mistina's actually good this time, I hear. Uh, Mistina and Lizard are around the same level. Lizard are a little bit better, but they're both usable. That's... I wouldn't recommend pulling for them. Yeah, that sounds a that sounds pretty good. On pretty on par for um, sounds pretty yeah, on par the, for the two of them. To be honest, I just yeah, but I like I don't know if they took the worst possible lessons from Valkyrie Anatomy or what. But this is probably one of the worst events we've had in a while. Wow. Yeah. No. That's because, saying something. Yes. Let me explain. Sure. First, there's the enhancements of the old units. So, you have uh, increased modifiers, which is good. Like, uh, it's not as bad as, say, uh, as far where they barely en enhanced her. Uh, but uh, it's only in the pure modifiers they didn't get any proper chaining. The only chaining family in all three characters is one pile driver move. Uh, Freya is non-elemental, which is a problem for Dark Visions because uh, every single enemy has innate 80% non-elemental and all elements besides one, and you can't imperil non-elementals. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they're basically revolving, gen units revolving around triple casts that badly slot in as finishers. And, uh, yeah, they're not great at all. 
and then you have the new units, the two being basically the same kit copy-pasted with one different element. But that's not the worst part. The worst oh part is the banners. So, good news, compared to the Full Metal Alchemist one, you only need 40 currency, which is one lap and one step, so 15,000, to have a prism for one of the units. Bad news, there's only the 25k and the 12k ba uh, banners, and all of five units are on this banner. This is a five-way split banner. What? And, and the two most recent units are basically the same kit, but if you get one and the other, you can't exactly have one usable unit with both of them. Well, I guess there's the blank prisms now, but... Ugh. Mm. Yeah, no, the... I mean, right now, these units are okay. So they're clearly not what you'd use an Omniprism for. As yeah. I said in some other discussion, this isn't so much a trap banner as it is a gaping hole with a sign that says, not a trap, by the way. Yeah, um, clearly they just threw this one out there to get it off their list. Yeah, so no one should reasonably yeah. pull on that. Just get the free uh, seven star, uh, the free uh, uh, units from the five uh, taken randomly you can get from the Wade Rewards and get away from it. Don't hope, yeah. to, don't hope to be lucky like I was and to actually get Lizard and uh, the Prism to get him to 7-star. I guess Dark Elemental Chaos Wave Chainers love me, okay? Apparently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a thing. And as for the event itself, it's just a weight battle against Loki. It's really nothing to write home about. Pretty Sounds much. Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, shall we talk a little bit about the future of the game and new visions now? Why not? Okay, so, for those that didn't follow, we had this teaser that was just a Big glowing thunderous crystal. Right. And it turned out to be the Herald of Neo Visions, which is a new half step of rarity of sorts uh, that uh, just happened for the first time in JP. And it's been divisive, if only because every time JP tries something new, the game is over and ruined and nobody will ever play it anymore. But uh, I was intrigued, and now I'm kind of excited. Yeah, it's um basically just a seven-star drop, right? Like, you don't have to get the dupe? Uh, that's a bit more complicated than that. Okay. So, new visions at the, as they stand right now. You have two kinds of them. You have the old characters that are leveled up to new visions rarity, and you have new characters coming out at new vision level. 
Okay, old characters no, that come out to NeoVision Rarity. Let's start there, because I'm not sure what, what this system is. Okay, so uh, they illustrated it uh, during the first NeoVision's banner by offering everyone what is necessary to have uh, one character for free at NeoVision's level. Namely, they offered Tifa, then her prism, and then STMR Moogles to have her uh, STMR. Okay. At that point, you can awaken the character to NeoVision level. Oh, interesting. So you need to have STMR to upgrade to NeoVision? Yeah, pretty much. The hell okay. does NeoVision get you? At that uh, point? Good question. Excellent question. At first, it gives you stats, and every step of the way, it gives you stats. Okay. Uh, because there are several steps, you don't have... I mean, you have new vision and not new vision, but when you are new vision, you also have one, two, and three stars. Uh, to get to increasing number of stars, you need increasing amounts of either shards, uh, which are currency you can get from the event, or that you can convert extra units into some of these shards, and pearls. I think these are shared amongst the characters, and you get those also from events. In any case, once you have the materials, you can get the character to New Vision 1, which is when they get the most interesting feature, which is Form Shift. Form, form shift. shift? Yeah. When a New Vision character Form Shifts, they have access to another complete set of gear that you decide uh, beforehand. So, for instance, uh, you can have your Tifa suddenly have uh, gear that lets her uh, fully dodge everything, and then you can revert her back to a gear that lets her maximize damage, or vice versa. You could do that, for instance. Uh, but yeah, basically, a uh, new vision character with form shift has two sets of gear. And uh, the sprite changes as well. And the kit changes as well. So it's two characters in one? Pretty much. Interesting. Like, for instance, uh, for what is not an old character, but a new one, which is the new Cloud, mm -hmm. when you form shift him, he goes from a TDH finisher, because Cloud, to a, I think it's, through the dual wield, but I'm not sure. In any case, a chainer. And he has, he rides his bike during the fights. Like okay. His spray changes and he's constantly with his bike at his side. Okay, I, I do appreciate a good motorcycle. Yeah, and uh, what is important here is that the old characters also get new sprite when they form shift. Okay. Okay. So that's a new, way, uh, cool way to refresh and reignite interest in all characters, not just in the power level, but also visually. I definitely need approval of this. But no, here this we go. This also means that uh, they won't release the characters as fast as they rolled out. They upgrade from six star to seven star characters. Yeah, because, because a whole new set of art assets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Okay. And so on the second level of Neo Vision, I think you just get stats. And uh, oh no, right, you get what is basically a Magnus ability. And uh, on the third level of Neo Visions, uh, the last one, what you get is uh, a vision card, which is literally a feature from World of Visions. Okay. And that's essentially a new piece of equipment of sorts, uh, which provides some ability. In World of Visions, they provide abilities from the character that has it equipped and for the whole party. I don't know if there is these two things in the uh, FFB version. This sounds incredibly complicated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and one thing I haven't mentioned now that I remember it. Uh, the extra skill, uh, Magnus ability for the second level, uh, you can also level it with special characters up to five times. Wow. Uh, with special materials. Uh, Hordex is saying that apparently it's, pull of, it's full of bugs, like Cloud dual-wielding two-handed weapons. Dude, Titans grip Cloud. That sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, make it a feature. Please. Oh, God. I want a Titan script character. How incredibly overpowered would that be? I um, mean, I don't know if that involved uh, this bug, but I know I've seen a cloud with literally 5,000 attack. Yeah, uh, Des yep. just posted a... Uh, Des just posted a picture on Discord of Tifa with, like, 43,000 hit points. 45,000. 45,000. My dyslexia hit there. Sorry. <laughs> yep, that is 45,3. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that is an absolute. Yeah, this gap is in the next level. Like, step here in the yeah. evolution of these characters, which is both good and bad. Um, it does show they're trying to do something different, but I don't hear any new tactics in this. It just seems like, other than the Magus ability, it just seems like a bunch of new stats. I mean, the Gershon Schmier but mid-battle can be interesting. I could yeah. see interesting no, you know things. What? Like You're right. I, yeah. Imagine, what I want to see is a tank, in particular, that could change from physical tank to magical tank with the form shift. CG Charlotte Mark II when? Well, Mark oh, III, Neo I guess. Batch. Uh, Neo Vision Charlotte would be incredible. Oh yeah, and since apparently they do roadmap not just in GL but in JP2, you already know some of the coming New Visions character, uh, yeah. the old characters uh, we actualize. So for now, for the first release, we have Tifa and Red 13. Sure, certainly not arguing with those two. And the uh, two next in light are going to be Veritas of the Dark and Lauren. Lauren. Lauren, which is strange coming from JP. No, I, I know she's because... a literal whale character. Yeah, but uh, Veritas of the Dark could have potential, especially since I can't help but wonder how, how they will change the character sprite and role and how it will fit. The one I want the most, and I will continue to preach that I absolutely want that is uh, B.S. Sakura to have a, finally a version of her with the Veritas of the Bolt armor. Yeah, it feels like like for Veritas of the Dark, they would do Dark and then Reagan. It, it just seems like swapping between those makes sense. Yeah. And um, that, all that time he put on the First Lord armor. Oh, that's true. 
You know what? That's that's actually quite true. Um, I'm still hoping for Citra just because you know she came in, she came in rocking the Samus Aran look, and I'm just all about that. Absolutely. Nothing makes me like a character faster than an arm cannon. Yeah. Uh, Regina says hello. She's going to have enhancements next week. Ooh. She was, she lasted a really long time for a finisher. Yeah. She was very relevant long after her release, despite the fact that the meta really kind of moved away from pure, pure finishers I like her. So still use her. Yeah. Okay. So her enhancements are going to get very interesting. Yeah. Or not. They could just drop the ball on it like they did with Lettuce. Mm, I mean, even if I just follow JP, it's increased. Like they did with higher. Esther. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm but, a little sad that Esther didn't get more love. Yeah. He's hoping they'll at least make it up for us uh, with uh, some of the enhancements, and in particular with the Roberta Latens as well. Uh, our Roberta, Roberta or their Roberta? Because I know they got a version of Roberta. Mm, no, uh, our Roberta. Okay. Yeah, there are well, some global original that. units that have made their way over there, and I know Roberta was one of them. Oh, yeah. It was like Roberta, and Ling. And then I was terrible at 3D, so. Yeah. We definitely have the better Roberta. Absolutely. I didn't love her, and but I definitely liked it. Even better. And, I'm all for that. Uh, better is yeah. good. We like better. Yeah, and uh, we are going to have as well the release of the FF7 Advent Children units. Yep, and we'll be diving into those next episode for sure. Exactly. But at least it's nice that they managed to keep it somewhat topical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was talking to Angela last night, and we were talking about the timing of it. And I'm like, this is timed very well for uh, for the remake that just came out. Absolutely. Because hype Even is still very strong. I know... Uh, for, so, for all my love of uh, Valkyrie Profile, I probably would have liked better uh, release of the uh, Trails of Mana units at this point, for the same reasons. Yeah, but, I mean, FF7 is going to bring in more bank. Let's just be honest here. No, I mean, instead of the Valkyrie Profile units. Oh, oh, yeah. No, yeah, because no one's done squat with Valkyrie Profile other than Anatomia for years now. Yeah, no, like, the Tain is literally a 50% sale for the App Store version of the game. So, shall we move on to Act Knights? Sure! <laughs> Why not? So, unlike, uh... So, yeah, unlike FFBE, Arknights has had a fair bit like right go on in fact uh the event that's going on right now might be my favorite event of any uh, gotcha game i've ever played i mean it from what i've seen by picking at your stream uh it is music based on that. it is music based which i love yeah um that's your we have yeah, you get three choices at the beginning of the event. All of them change your background music, what kind of items you get for uh, your bass and uh, your stage music, which is a really cool touch. Um, Means they put a lot of work into it, that's They for put sure. a lot of work into it, and they put a lot of art assets into it, too. There were a giant that's pile true. of, like, swimsuit costumes, some of which actually changed sprite animations. Uh, I bought all of yeah. them. Uh, my but, favorite... Yeah. 
Yeah, my favorite is Ifrit. A lot of furniture too. Yeah, a lot of furniture. Uh, my favorite is Ifrit. Uh, she is the one with the sniper flamethrower, and they okay. swap out her more combat-oriented uh, sprite for she's just grilling. She is just grilling. An enemy comes up, she's just gonna bust out her flame thing and toss it, but she's not letting those skewers go. She is gonna make some dang skewers. Um, I absolutely adore this sprite, by the way. This is this is my favorite thing I've ever bought in a gotcha game. And it's it's not even random, it's just 18 primes, you're done, you have a costume, it's wonderful. Yep. Um, I love the focus when it comes to actually, like, their paid currency stuff. There's a much bigger focus on permanent cosmetics and things you actually keep as opposed to random chance, which I really love. It really makes free-to-play friendliness another level because it's just cosmetic, which, again, I'm all for that. I buy DLC for regular video games all the time. Yeah. Um, the event itself is split into a few different parts. We had our first part uh, last week, and that was just... Uh, random currency collection you got currency through daily quests and just doing stuff and yep. that would then get you a couple of other costumes um various just tools and stuff good things um and then this week we had the actual event show up with the event stages and with the music and the just everything going on and it's kind of complicated and i love that it's kind of complicated so you have your main story yeah. stages which has incredible design by the way uh, totally new stage backgrounds. They gave us the whole beach thing. Totally... Yeah, uh, and the Volcano Island and everything. The Volcano Island, yep. Uh, mm. totally new, um... Again, the multiple music thing. The story stuff has a bunch of added art assets for no reasons. Like, we're, we're getting costumes for characters who didn't even get downloadable costumes. They're just in their swimsuits hanging out. Uh, specifically for Chen and Amiya, uh, two major characters in the game. They both got... Uh, story costumes that didn't translate into actual costumes you could equip to their sprites. Yeah, especially Amiya is pretty much the face of the game at this point. She really is. She is yeah. She is the star. Uh, Chen would honestly be a pretty strong argument for the second star because we meet her in Chapter 3 and she's like the lead in Chapter 5. So, like, the fact that those two got the extra love, even if they are... Chen is just a cameo. She shows up for one scene. And I'm like, they gave her new art assets for one scene. I kind of love that. Yep. Yeah. Their art department definitely does not scamp. It's no. I'm very. All of us that play it that, that I'm aware of really like the way they do their art. Yes. Um. I know the animal people thing isn't for everybody. Uh, I, that that is a very weird touch that I have gotten used to. Everyone has like weird non-human parts to them. It's it's strange, but um, I don't know. For me, it always worked. Uh, so how the event works is you have your normal story section, and the story segments will drop one of three things. You have your collectible item, Obsidian, and that just clicks up a tracker and adds to, um, adds to your milestone rewards. And then you get tickets. Now, tickets open a second set of stages, fairground stages, and those give you coins to run a gotcha capsule machine. And those can be, like, emptied entirely. It's 150 items per machine. It costs 200 of those coins. Okay. Per. So it's back summons. Sure. Until the last one, which is uh, infinite. Yeah, but by then you're at six things. And these are freaking lucrative. Yes, like, they are. I can't undersell how good these gacha machines are. Right now, farming the event is the absolute most efficient way to farm for everything except upgrade chips. Pretty like, much. Like, 
so let's to recap this the the event has a ton of stages and is really fun the story was actually pretty good the art assets are amazing the stages themselves are fun and the event system is really complicated and doesn't feel like you're just playing through regular stages and as galen mentioned free to play earlier friendly as is generally the case with their events the events really free to play friendly as well because yeah. you're going to get the same amount of like i i don't know that you'll get the same amount of uh like tokens for the gotcha boxes but for the other stages you're going to get the same amount per per sanity that you spend on the stage as you get on the higher level so even if you can only clear like the first couple of levels of the event you're still going to be able to farm up enough to finish up the event it's going to take you longer um, because, you know, the stages, you know, you have to run the stages more times, basically, but you're still going to be able to get everything. Yeah. Um, no, it's really good. Um, there's double trust for the new characters. The free character you get is actually really cool. She's a single target healer with expanded range and uh, ailment resistance, which is really neat. Like, she's actually a really good healer. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like the kind of character that he doesn't have the level of single-minded power others have, but that you can slot in more easily in spots that would be irrelevant for every other character. Yeah. Yeah, somewhat. Like, the fact that she's not AoE definitely means that the expanded range maybe is slightly less useful. But the fact that she has that expanded range just really... it You can put her down in more places and still have her yeah. do stuff. She doesn't feel like the healers you already have. Which is good. Yeah. No, she is, like, a very, very exceptional character. Um, honestly, the and... event characters in this game have been pretty universally solid. Uh, Flamebringer's probably the weakest one just because he's a single-target, single-block uh, melee unit, which is okay, but he, even he has got mm -hmm. a bunch of survivability, so if you need to put him down to take out a mage or something, he'll do good for you. Yeah. Also, um, what was I going to say? No, it left my brain. That happens. Oh, God. It'll come to me. <laughs> so, yeah, this event has been absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Um, probably the worst part about it is the banner character, Schwarz. And she's still pretty good. I don't um, know. I've heard some really good things about Swarz. I don't know. So I, I've tried we'll have, her as a friend unit, we'll have and to I've see. just been not impressed. Well, has has the friend unit been at E2? Uh, in one case, yes. Uh, okay. Well, we'll I, I think we'll have to keep an eye on her, because yeah. I've heard really good things about her. Basically, she's a short-range archer um, with really high attack and decent attack speed. But I find myself... Um, with a couple of problems, just that she seems to be a Jill of all trades, master of none. Well, I've heard that she gets upwards of like 2,300 attack with her th third skill. I'm sure she does, but the... Which the, is a lot. It is. It is absolutely a lot. I will not, I will not pretend otherwise. Oh, I know what I've thought about. Um, I was going to say that the... Uh, even the enemies in this event, they're adding... The enemies have some new, like, different things that we haven't yes. seen from enemies before. 
Uh, for instance, when some of the enemies are blocked, they gain increased uh, arts resistance. So basically increased uh, resistance to magic damage. And then there's also um, another enemy that decreases by one the number of people that yeah, lowers uh, your block when they out. attack blocks. So it's just it's adding more levels of strategy in on yeah. top of you know uh, everything that was already there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, as I keep saying, I cannot undersell just how good this event is and the things that it does for this game and the promise that it shows. Um, this this makes me more hopeful for the game than ever. Uh, to the point where I actually did break down and I bought some currency just to buy costumes. I refuse to roll with this. Like, this is not for rolling stuff, but this is literally like, this is so much fun and you guys put in the thing that I will buy your permanent cosmetics and I will give you money for these permanent cosmetics to support the development of this game because I want this game to survive because it is doing damn well everything right. Yeah, especially since it's directly towards uh, art assets which apparently are plentiful and high quality. Oh, they're wonderful. You can for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Um... Uh, this is the second time I bought costumes. I bought one for my primary sniper, Xuzii. Um, and I gave her, like, there was a costume with her having some tactical gear and some deal-with-it shades. And I'm like, you're getting those deal-with-it shades. You need them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this time I bought out the entire costume shop. Uh, I bought out the entire, um, all six, uh, swimsuit costumes. And, again, that got me Ifrit's barbecue costume, which just, she grilling, yo. I mean, I do have fond memories of uh, the in Overwatch, the Soldier 76 uh, barbecue costume. So barbecue is a solid staple in cosmetics now. It is. It is. I appreciate it. As, as a carnivore, I greatly appreciate it. No, um, Arcanites really worked out wonderfully with this event, um, and I can't wait for more. Uh, I'm probably going to be in a bit of horde mode, because uh, about... Six to seven months from now, we're getting a our first limited unit, and it's a unit no. I really want. Um, I don't want to say who, because that is a spoiler, uh, but it's a story character we have met and is very powerful and is sadly limited. And I'm just like, you know what? I can just do the minimum pulls on every banner and not spend a penny and be fine until this uh, this character shows up, in which case I will have a very powerful AoE sniper. I think I didn't realize they were limited, but now that you say it, it does make uh, I did mention that on the Discord the other day. Uh, maybe you just missed it, but I did. Uh, when I was reviewing, when I was looking over this character's stats and what they could do, um, yeah, they're limited. Strange that they added adding limited characters that don't start with collabs or something like that. No, this game is relatively collab-free from what I can tell. Uh, the only collaboration that I can tell in China, or in Hong Kong, it's a Hong Kong-based game, is, of all frickin' things, Kentucky Fried Chicken. And mostly that takes the place of costumes. I'm okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a KFC character, you're not going to get the colonel or something, but, um... Oh, that would have been so good. Oh, uh, kind of would, <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, or just the ability for the, the dialogue to... No, I know. During the event, you're not called Doctor anymore. You're called Colonel. 
Oh, even that would be nice. I don't know if there's any story to it. I think it's just costumes. Oh, now we're hearing people in the chat going, I would totally pull for the colonel. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I think I might too. I don't know. We are weak. Uh, it's just funny enough to be worth it. But uh, I even downloaded that Colonel Sanders dating scene, but I didn't actually play it. Uh, no, I can't do that one. That's that's too memey. That's that's literally them. No, I can't do that one. I don't know what yeah. the hell that was. Pre-advertisement uh, is what it was. It really was. Um. Yeah. Uh. No, Arknights is really doing everything right. It's still super free to play friendly. Um, I've never felt even remotely compelled to pay for pulls, like, at all, and I have a wonderful roster. Uh, I bought my monthly card for $5 a month, I bought Gummy for a dollar, and I bought some currency, which is my costume fund for the next ever, because I bought six costumes at 15 to 18 primes per, I still have 200 primes. I'm going to be sitting on these primes for the next year. <laughs> Sick. And they give you, they give you about half a ten pull without the card per week. With the card, you're basically able to pull on every banner without thinking of anything. So five dollars a month to pull up to the bonus unit on every banner, that nets you a lot of firepower. And a lot of times, you don't even need the full ten pulls to get the not. Des, it depends. But Des, I gotta interrupt you. Um, I need you to reset your internet or whatever, log off of Discord, log back in, and then retake that line. You are super robot, dude. Yeah. And he started a bit saturated, but that, uh, was all alright. Test, test. Hi, you're Oh! Back. Ah, so smooth, so syrupy. Okay. It's... Good to Music know. to my ears. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and a lot of times you don't actually need to do the full 10 pulls in order to get the 5-star no. guaranteed unit. Uh, you, you might get it earlier than that. Yeah, that's actually that's actually part of the thing. You almost never want to do 10 pulls unless you are specifically hunting that banner. Like, I've done 10 pulls for Chen, and I actually did 10 pulls for Schwarz, though I, I don't regret it because I didn't get Schwarz. I got Angelina and Nightingale, and Nightingale's one of the best healers in the game. She's got and so Angelina much Angelina is an amazing supporter. Yeah, I, I am. Well, he just her. hasn't realized it yet. I got two Angelinas <laughs> in two days. <laughs> like, all right, well, now it she's cost minus one on top of everything else. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I get it, Universe. You want me to build her. I have Estina. Why do I have to th start thinking about benching Estina? I like her. I like Use the... both. I, there's no point in that. I already use uh, I already use slow units so rarely as it is. Like I my... don't even play the game, and I know that's overkill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, basically what happened was I got Angelina on Schwarz's banner, and that gave me enough points to buy Nightingale from the Distinction Shop, so now I have Nightingale, who is my main goal anyway. And then the very next day, a new banner dropped, and I did, like, four pulls on it, four individual pulls, because that's how you want to go. And the fourth pull was Angelina again, and I'm like... <laughs> Well, now she's cost minus one. The universe is trying to tell me to use this lady. Fine. She is a weird unit, but she's really good. I she's just think really good. She's really good. Um, like, both Nightingale and Angelita have just a ton of just various utility. Um, like, sure, Nightingale is a good AoE healer, but she also gives magic resistance to everyone, and then at E2, at Elite 2, her second upgrade... 
she can put out a phantom that actually, like, takes attacks is actually, like, a distraction. And also, with her third skill, which comes at E2 as well, mm -hmm. she increases everybody's uh, magic resistance by up to, at max, 150%. I put a screenshot in yeah. the Discord, like, yesterday... Yeah, My Angelina, who starts with 25 res by herself, and then Nightingale gives 17 on top of that, just passive. And then you activate Nightingale's uh, third skill, and my Angelina suddenly has, what was it, 86? It was something uh, Magic huge. resistance. 86% <laughs> magic damage reduction is really ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's, that it's, is... It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. At max, Angelina is going to have 100, 100 uh, arts resistance. Yeah. Um, With Nightingale still, max, still maxed out. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous how good she is. And then Angelina, she has all this, like, she has skills that stop her from attacking, but when they're active, she hits a ton of AoE. Uh, her passive at E2 just passively heals the entire field. Sure. And 20 then, per second. Yeah, which is really nice. And mm -hmm. then her third skill, which you get at E2, is uh, anti-gravity, which reduces the weight of all enemies of the field. So enemy shifters like Fire Eater, who's one of my favorite, or sorry, F Eater. I call her Fire Eater. That's just the nickname. Fire Eater or Cliffheart or Rope or Shaw will just be knocking enemies all over the place easier. And I'm just like, this is silly how cool this is. It's a really like I I really like that mechanic and it it kind of it adds flavor right to the not game lie, as well can... as strategy. Sorry, go ahead. Ren. Not gonna lie, I kind of want this strategy to become almost crushingly prevalent. So in a few years we can talk about the dark days of the Yeet meta. <laughs> The Yeet meta. I call it the Sparta meta because I'm Sparta kicking people all over the place. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Did you see... You may not have seen, Rana, the uh, video that I posted. I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's... It's a thing. You want to talk about the Yeet or the Sparta meta? It's, <laughs> it's incredible watching this enemy fly across the whole stage. It's great. I'll see if I can find it. There it is. So, yeah, um, one of the things I like is that the vast majority of six-star top rarity units aren't just raw damage. There's also, like, crazy utility attached to them. And they do, like, these weird, quirky, mess-with-the-universe things that completely change up strategies. And I really love that. That's one of the things that really shines about this game, is that most six-star units just aren't upgrades to other people. They do weird, unusual, unique stuff. That's kind of one of the reasons I don't like Schwarz all that much, is for all her attack power, that's really all she kind of does. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not having a problem killing enemies. Let me do things with them. Does that make sense? It does. <clears throat> like, the, the the other more recent new character is Gerald Heligor. Uh, Gerald Heligor is a real quirky one. He can't be healed by outside units, except for passive healing like Angelina or like uh, another character, uh, Perfumer. And um, their whole thing is the lower hit points they have, the more attack speed he has, and then he self-heals on every attack. So his whole thing is you stick him out in the corner in the middle of nowhere with almost no support except maybe Sora for attack up, 
and let him do the thing. And he will just shred whatever's in that lane all by himself. And I'm just like, this guy's awesome. Yep. Like, that guy I really want. And I know, uh, Randy, you were talking about uh, the waifu collection aspect of the advertisements for Arknights. Yes. Gotta be Which honest. Has been a little bit uh, improved as of late. Yeah, we, we should probably talk about that. Yeah, we should probably talk about that in more detail. But Heligor is a dude who I really want, so... Like, it says a lot that they're willing to put that much effort into their male characters, when yes, waifu collection is a big part of the draw of this game. Um, one of my other new favorite units is a five-star named Executor, and he is a male angel with a shotgun. And he has some really cool tech to him, but I can't wait to elite to this guy. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, basically, he has, like, he has a shotgun, which is, of course, good. He hits everything in his attack range. Uh, things that are point blank to him, he gets an 150% attack bonus. He has a skill that extends that to his entire range, or another skill with total It's a 50% bonus, so it's a, it's a total of 150 Yeah, a total of 150 does to me. them. Oh, and he gets armor penetration, so he ignores 80 or 160, depending on how, how powerful this guy is at the time, uh, how leveled he is, uh, defense ig ignore. So he ends up doing a ridiculous amount of damage, even to high, even to high defense enemies. And I only have him at E1, and he's doing really good damage. Yeah, I've been using him uh, as, like, an AoE sniper for uh, things, too, so... Yep. He does, he does well. Yes. Basic, basically Rana. <laughs> yeah. At the time of uh, that this uh, GIF was made, uh, we didn't know the cooldown on Rescue. Oh. In between the yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that, that GIF is a very good summation of, uh, that GIF is a very good summation of, uh, of, uh, what you can do at Arcanites if you are suitably yeah. prepared. And that's without even Angelina there. <laughs> that, that video that I posted. Oh, God, I can only imagine what Angelina would do to that. I think on our end, that's about all we have for Arcanites, unless yeah. you know of something else, Galen. Uh... Well, we want to talk about those advertisements. Um, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, which brings bridges nicely to our next topic, because uh, one of the visions has uh, some ad-supported things, like uh, kind of like the roulette you get in FFBE, and you also can get some uh, terminal refills this way by watching ads, and a lot of the ads I see rolling are ads for Arknights. And I had a big problem with these ads at first because they focused only on the waifu aspect and literally didn't show the game for the first week they were rolling. Which I mm. greatly disagree with because the gameplay is what makes the game fun. Like yes. you may notice we're gushing about the gameplay and not really the waifu characters. Like, mm -hmm. that's one thing that's notable about Arknight is that, yes, there are some cute girls involved. Yeah. There's also a real solid game behind. There really oh, absolutely! Is. Uh, that this is, is much this game is easily more fun for me than than FFBE ever was. Uh, yeah. Can mostly confirm. There were a couple of bosses in FFBE that I loved, but generally speaking, Arknights is a far more consistent and far more entertaining experience overall. Yeah, and it's much rarer in the mobile game space 
to have a good gameplay than to have good looking characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of talented designers out there. But uh, they've corrected uh, things. Uh, it's still very. Uh, like, there's elements that clearly aren't in the game. There's uh, the usual exaggerated stuff, but they actually show a little bit of the game every now and then. They even show some male characters. Well, one. The old guy, and they go, ho, 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 he's old. And then they shove uh, level materials in him, and ho, 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 he still has it. He still has got it. That uh, would probably be Helligor. That's Helligor, that I think, we were just mentioned. talking about that him. very much is him. Which we saw in the beach event as well, I think. Yeah, he was in the beach event. Um, so was Big Bob. I heart Big Bob. Um, <laughs> God, I would pull for Big Bob in a heartbeat. <laughs> but yeah, no, they they've corrected course uh, and uh, good. Yeah, because it kind of broke my heart to uh, to see this game that I know from hearing about it from you uh, is good being yeah. reduced to its characters. No, I'm mm-hmm. I'm ardently opposed to that. Yes, there's some good looking girls in this game. I'm not going to sit here and pretend otherwise. Yeah, but I to mean, reduce the entire game like... to that is a grave disservice, and I am not okay with exactly. it. We all like fan service here, I believe. I, no, I'm not opposed to it, certainly. It's not a requirement but, for me, but I'll enjoy it when it's there. But this game is more than that, and that's what Absolutely. It's not even that fan servicey. My favorite swimsuit no, costume sure has not. little to do with the swimsuit and everything to do with a barbecue. Exactly. So... About World Visions proper, it's more than just the stamina refills from the ads. Uh, Though stamina refilling actually has a big aspect now that we've entered a more comfortable phase where we don't just crumble around for every single scrap of uh, material to be able to level all of your characters at the same time and have a full party of average characters. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting the push for the actual farm and the real grind, and we have uh, an important way to facilitate it, which is that they've uh, added the proper full auto function, which not only plays the stage automatically, but restarts it uh, as long as you have stamina. Oh, Oh, that's a nice feature. Yeah, that I like. Yeah, th- like that's the exact uh, feature that uh, Fire Emblem Heroes had lagged behind uh, its uh, subscription. Hmm. Hmm. No, that that's actually a proper comparison. And here, it's part of one of the first updates that rolled through the game. And awesome. uh, that means that a lot of the farm is actually... <laughs> here are high-level stamina parts. I now have... 980 stamina push the uh, money farming stage set the phone plugged in charging and aside for two hours <laughs> and occasionally Hashtag totally at... not gonna destroy your battery absolutely and occasionally look at it uh, in case uh, a whimsy shop or a chocobo event uh, pops up wait Which I just realized something. We're talking War of the Visions, right? 
Yes. Well, that's one way to get around macroing is to just have a built-in macro. Exactly. Okay. I mean, it's not quite macro. No, but it serves me. roughly the same purpose. Yes. It repeats the stage yeah. to gain rewards without having without requiring user input. Especially since, unlike in FFVE, uh, the auto mode has uh, your characters use their skills. They use them badly. They're bad at strategizing, <laughs> but that's why it's an auto mode. Yeah. Yeah. But your Orlando is still going to use Divine Ruination when he can. As is appropriate. Exactly. Uh, apropos of absolutely nothing, and for the 8,000th time, Steam, Square, put, put, put War of the Lions on Steam, please. Oh, yes. I don't no. understand why they haven't yet. This seems so obvious. It's on iPad and not on Steam. Give me a break. Yeah. And the iPad port, I believe, is the same as the PSP version, which was pretty much the perfect port. Yeah. The PSP version was absolutely incredible. Other than the slowdown, which I'm sure is going to end up being fixed just by the fact that PCs oh, yeah. are way more powerful. But yeah, please and, bring back um, that multiplayer. That multiplayer mode was hilariously funny. Oh, and throw in uh, some Texas Ogre while we're at it. Please! Just just get the whole Matsuno collection going. Yeah. If it's a Yasumi Matsuno game, put it on there. I want to play Person of Lordly Caliber again. Oh god, I want to play Person of Lordly Caliber again. We're going off on a tangent. Let's get back to War of the Vision. Sorry. Yes, we are. So, uh, yeah, about the game in general. So, the auto farming was very important and very good. Uh, yep. We've had a few other characters, and basically, the top characters meta is shifted in a way that branches out, interestingly. Right. Because uh, at this point, and even at this point uh, in JP, every uh, well, the characters that were good on Willys are still useful in JP. So that's good. That's a power creep that is humanly manageable. Good. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, Similar to Arc Knights. Yeah, like Engelbert is still the best tank as, as uh, at the moment, I believe. Uh, but uh, we have a sort of a meta split where on one side you have the characters that are going to risk uh, a limited unit, uh, which is uh, Orlando. Right. And on the other side, we have uh, the Gunner meta, which relies on two units that synergize well together and blast enemies from afar. A little bit less spiky, but uh, a little more safe and able to kite. Uh, but one of them, the first of them that is already out, which is Frederica, is of the same element as Orlando. And uh, the way the game is made, the way you get your rewards, you have a really hard time leveling two characters at the same time, and an extremely hard time leveling two characters of the same element at the same time. Right. Because while some materials to awaken characters that are element-dependent are farmable, most of them are not. Ooh. So, so how do you get them if they're not farmable? Well, you get them from some weekly rewards, from some monthly mission rewards. You get some, I believe, 
from when a new story chapters come through. And uh, in events such as the one we have in currently, you can get a limited amount per day if you sink your currency in that. Okay. And your currency is very in demand. And uh, even with the auto farm, because you can auto farm the event stages, thankfully. Good. Uh, that nice. uh, can take a while. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. And there was a little quirk about the auto farming because on the first week we had as part of the event uh, shards for the free unit of the event, which is Gavgarium. Okay. The, the problem is that uh, when you level a character and when you limit breaker when you want to limit breaker character, you use shards, which you get from duplicates mostly. Right. Uh, but mm-hmm. also from sharp and here for the free unit, you get them from random drops. The problem is that if you reach the number of shards you need to fully uh, limit break a character, the shards are converted into a currency uh, that is shared between the characters of this rarity and that you can trade in for uh, some items, which is good in itself. But every time uh, shards are converted into currency, it interrupts your auto-farm and you have to tell it, no, I don't want to check on the shop or whatever, I want to resume the fight. No, I want to return to the auto-farm. And uh, the best level to farm on the first week dropped these shards. Mm. Thankfully, it's not the case anymore on the second week of the event, where they made a special shard, uh, a special uh, stage away from every other stage, but did purposefully didn't drop the shards. Got it. Yeah, uh, Mirde says the brutal upgrade material grind and essentially permanent crippling of limited units if you don't is why he dropped out of War of the Visions. He spent all of his time grinding and no time playing. That yeah, can be a factor. That's definitely a very grindy game, though I will say when it comes to the limited units, the limiting factor is not the grinding per se. Because as uh, as we speak, like I did try a little and I actually pulled an Orlando early. So I decided to go focus on him. What this means is that basically to awaken fully a character, you need uh, three things. You need job uh, orbs. Uh, the job orbs for the main uh, job of the limited character being exclusive to the event, so you have to use some of the currency to get the job orbs for the this main job of the character, which isn't too bad. It's uh, actually a manageable grind, and from the mission rewards, you can get enough for this. Then you have to awaken the character, which mm-hmm. is uh, the one with the element split, and these are non-limited material. And then you need to limit break the character fully. And that you have some of them that you can grind for. Right. But the main source, uh, once you have the character for these shards, uh, is, uh, well, you get some from the event, you get some from currency conversion. And you get a certain amount from them, 40, whenever you pull a duplicate of this character. And the rest is shop refreshes. Or where you just have to check the shop regularly, 
refresh it uh, with uh, several times uh, on the first shop visit uh, on the day to maximize your chance to get enough shards. And uh, it's less of a grind and more about restraint and planning. Basically, if you go hard and try desperately to sink every single one on your of your resources on a character at the end of the event and you finally pull him, what you are going to have is a level 40 paperweight. Hmm. Which is why, for instance, I managed to uh, get uh, Funkred as part of the Shadowbringers event on a free ticket. And I did not sink a single resource on him because I knew it was too late for me to actually make him usable. That's you, a problem. Even, I'm yeah, not sure I'm for that at all. I will say, however, you don't necessarily need to have your character at max level and max limit break and basically to have e his TMR to actually be good. Uh, I mean, it's better this way, obviously. Right. The the usability limit uh, I'd say you have is uh, LB3 because the third limit break allows you to get your jobs to level 12 and this is the limit you have for to get your best uh, your character's best abilities the divine ruination the full break the thing you really want to use and level up right and uh, mm. so if you have a character that's lower than level 3, you can unlock those. As long as you pass that bar, the rest is uh, pretty much gravy. Oh. But yeah, so Final Fantasy Tactics event, uh, lots of good music, some very recognizable stages. Uh, you get uh, to farm uh, our good old friend Kukulm. All right. Or as some might pronounce it, Chuchulane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, uh, Cardinal Delacroix this time, I think. Sorry? Actually, Cardinal Delacroix this time, I think. I was making jokes about that because we fought a version of Kukulin in 14 the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the, the one that uh, really looks like a, a bloated bag of evil. Yep. Cardinal Delacroix. We love yeah. him. We do. Question mark. <laughs> and uh, what's interesting about the second part of the event as well is that you have uh, also a special weapon you get. The Nagnarok. You get uh, recipes and you get uh, materials for it. Okay. And what's notable about this weapon is not that it is per se the absolute best, but it is a weapon that is very cheap to enhance, which matters because, as it stands, getting a weapon to the maximum level of enhancement is absurdly expensive in materials. So this weapon, you can afford it if you farm the stage, if only for the currency. And... Even if you don't get the main characters from uh, this event, I mean, First, you obviously have Gavgarion, and Gavgarion is very usable. Which but, is nice. Uh, I've always had a soft spot for him, but then again, I like his moveset quite a bit. The Dark Knight stuff was always cool in tactics. Yeah, and uh, he still has uh, this aspect uh, 
with uh, his main uh, uh, one of his main draw being the ability to drain HP. That's that was kind of his game in in tactics as well. So yeah. And then, uh, as it comes to the uh, full roster of units you get from this event, no agreeas yet. That's for the event's return, which already happened in JP, but very recently. So we're looking at a three to four month wait, I think. Okay. Maybe five. But uh, anyway, you get a Gavgarion for free. Cool. Fully enhanceable. Uh, you get uh, Orlando which uh, does a big damage and also can drain HP and can basically completely wreck faces and fully break. When Good, that's kind of what he's supposed to do. This is, this is exactly. you know, this is Thunder God Sid we're talking about. Let's not mess around yeah. on this. I like that being overpowered is one of his character traits now. It really is. Although, uh, in War of the Lions, I was able to get Agrius nearly as good by going Holy Knight, Dark Knight with her. Like, that was very powerful. Oh, yeah. And we have Ramza, of course. We gotta have a main character somehow. Sure. Um, Which uh, also have a very good uh, show that you can use to farm bravery. That sounds right. That is definitely enough Ramza. Yeah, that's, that's well, on brand. Yeah. Exactly. And though he doesn't have the shield DPS power of uh, an Orlando, he may have more stain power because he has supportive aspects. And we know from FFBE that support character tend to have a longer shelf life. Right, because both there's less of them, and unless there's some drastic difference between them, um, support is almost always going to be useful in the long term. Exactly. And uh, they really wanted character, uh, players to uh, consider Ramza. And to not completely forget him. Because uh, first thing, which was very good, even though there was only two characters to pull for, each one of them had his own banner. Oh. It wasn't a split banner. You could pull for the Orlando banner or pull for the Ramza ba banner or do like Ryan, pull for the uh, Orlando banner and get Ramza in it as an off banner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's gonna happen. Welcome to Gotcha Games. Exactly. Much. Uh, oh. But uh, yeah, they really pushed you to uh, consider Ramza with some uh, elements uh, starting from the first week, where you could get uh, more free shards for him, which basically guaranteed if you pulled for him, you had him at LB free, which is the usability threshold, as I mentioned. Right. So you said. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they even have uh, the ability to just buy the unit for 5,000 paid Visio, which is expensive, but you can get a package. Yeah, but they if even... you're just going to buy the unit outright, then that I'm not entirely... 5,000 paid Visio translates into how much real money, give or take? Uh, prohibitive. It's uh, like $80. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, prohibitive is right. That is very expensive. That is like, the hardcore of hardcore whale bait. It's strange because uh, the game is... Uh, I mean, the pulls are pretty cheap at uh, 2,000 Visio, and you get that amount in... Uh, uh, in a, every week, you get that or more, or sometimes you get uh, drops, uh, like 2,000 Visio for several days in a row, just 
dropped as part of rewards and the things like that. Uh, but that's free with you. Right. And uh, as I said, like, you can pretty easily, I think, pull and get every character in the game one way or another. But it's not how you're going to get a good party for the game. Yeah. You're going to need to focus on characters and actually level them and actually farm the duplicates one way or another, which is why limited, non-limited characters are much safer and why limited character, which is so far is every single Final Fantasy character they've put in the game, or main game Final Fantasies, uh, is such a gamble. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm still torn about the business model that is sometimes generous and sometimes restrictive, and most importantly, it demands a lot of savvy. It really is a game you need community support and uh, resources to make the most out of. Mm. Even if a lot of what you do to uh, have yourself uh, be properly prepared is uh, leave your phone for two hours to play the game for you. I mean, at least there's that. Yeah. One last little complaint I have, however. So, they've changed the icon for the event. And uh, as you do, you have uh, the collab icon, which shows the normal game's main character and the event's face. Here, right. The problem is that the, their choice of crop is weird, and it's a game that's still recently launched. And right now, as has been the case uh, since uh, a week and a half, I know, the icon is just an awkwardly split in the middle icon where you get the right half of the World of Mission main character and the left half of uh, uh, Wamza in his uh, base artwork in a way that's very shoddy. Like, I don't claim to actually be good at graphic work or anything. And I think I could have done a better job at making this icon not look like terrible, double badly, badly crap, terrible things. That's awful. In five minutes. Oh, I got debated so hard yesterday. Um, a friend of mine was looking for paid games, like actual mobile games. Yeah. And I see Rams's face and War of the, and I'm like, oh, this is, nope, it's, it's War of the Visions, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Oof. I'm just like, oh, icon, why? That icon uh, on the Google Play Store, at least on my phone, was just uh, was just Ramza, so I didn't actually see this badly cropped uh, double yeah, no, icon. And right now, I have the Google Play Store opened, and we actually see the two characters with their entire face. Yeah. But on my phone's icon, I guarantee you it is... A double half slapdash of a job. Cool. Now then, I believe that's uh, enough of a catch up on War of the Visions. I still like the game, honestly. I still uh, yeah. think there's plenty of challenges. We haven't had the raids yet, which should uh, help uh, see where things can get uh, when you're not uh, an autopilot. 
And the story is still very, it's still great. Well, the story being good is good for any game. Like, exactly. literally any game with a good story, that helps the game out. It doesn't yes. necessarily make it a good game, but it definitely helps. Absolutely. And speaking of good story, we have Valkyrie Anatomia. Alright, this ought to be interesting. So, Valkyrie Anatomia. First anniversary. Okay. That was, that was a pretty big event with several uh, several aspects of it. Uh, in the most notable ones, there was uh, a free daily 10 plus 1 pool for like two weeks. Which was uh, very solid. Even though, given that we've had a step up in power recently, mm-hmm. even the relatively recent units uh, they offer do have a little bit of a, um, early obsolescence to them, but uh, that's the risk that comes with getting two steps in power so close to, to uh, together. Yes, two, because they also had a new Lenef as a pullable unit, which was absurdly powerful. Like, uh, like, basically, we had a meta with units that stabilized at around 2.7 thousand attacks, and uh, Awakened Lenef was a step up from that at over 3,000. Uh, even reaching on our premium version, 3.7,000. This uh, new, new Lenef from the anniversary starts at 4,000 and only goes up for her premium version. What? Oh boy. Uh, point being, basically, they've had two steps of meta increases uh, very close together. Great! And, uh, and as far as the coming units go, I don't know... Uh, well, we don't know yet if they're going to align to the latest units uh, or to just tone it down a bit and then ramp it, ramp it back up uh, in the JP order. Anyway, uh, other than that, we've had uh, also a temporary shove that's very notable because it allowed you to trade in useful materials, uh, even gems, uh, 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 imported items for gold, which was good not only because uh, gold is, plen- is plentiful, farmable, and these items are basically free, but also because Spending your gold is something you can't do easily, and I know I literally had the problem where where I had too much gold and couldn't get rid of it, and had to manually refuse every single gold reward individually in my mailbox because I was capped at nine million nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Okay, well, too much money. Yeah, exactly. And like that was a problem for months. So now that can be down a little. Uh, there were some events, uh, but the most notable things that came a little bit after the first anniversary is the coming on version 3.0. Okay, 3.0. What have we added in 3.0? Well, the interface has been completely reworked. It's just not the same UI. The menus are different. They're much sleeker. 
the icons are a bit smaller, but don't look so crowded. Uh, I think it looks very nice. Okay. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Valkyrie was always a very, very pretty game, so having a cleaner UI is a good thing. Exactly. And uh, they've added uh, some more room for some future content, including, most relevantly, uh, uh, another season of the main story. Because the first um, season of the story is going to reach a conclusion, which oh. made sense given last time I talked about it. Uh, we were pretty close to the literal end of the world. Which right. is not necessarily the end of the game. No, of because course not, Valkyrie because it's Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I haven't done the latest chapter because, honestly, I haven't played much of the game, to be honest. Which is why I won't detail some of the most recent event because that was getting a bit too much. Oh, uh, now we finally hit too much? Their whole six events at once thing wasn't enough for you? Now we hit no. too much? No, no, no. That wasn't just too much in Valkyrie Anatomia. That was too much juggling with FFVE and War Divisions and Valkyrie Anatomia. And I think that one was the straw that broke the canvas back. Animal Crossing, which I also played and also has some uh, oh, daily dear. tasks to do. And I ended up uh, having too much different things and not enough time to explore new games. And I like exploring new games. Understandable. So, uh, yeah. So I only look from afar. I know we have uh, in the most uh, notable, at least from our personal taste, uh, units that was recently released. We have uh, from a tale written from Alice, uh, Hrist as a pro wrestler. Right. You that did show literally that Yeah, that literally suplexes a block of ice on enemies. Sure, because <laughs> that makes um, sense. Why not? Yeah, and your spirit power to draw wing ropes so she can bounce off of them. <clears throat> it's the right kind of stupid. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Agree. Yeah. I don't quite know why they went with Hrist on this one, but I'm not arguing. More Hrist is always positive for me. Absolutely. I kind of regret uh, not being able to pull for, for her, but as it turns out, if you don't do your daily missions... The game is very stingy in the lapis it offers you for just showing up every day. That's not really surprising. Yeah. And then in the other quote-unquote big changes, the Valhalla defenses are over for good. Yay! Now we have Trachea defense. It's exactly the same thing, but it gives different rewards. Hmm. <sighs> And that's Yay. it for <laughs> I'm so glad I'm no longer playing this game. This sounds awful. It sounds like it's doing the exact same thing. Great characters, crap gameplay. Good story, though. Yes. And, uh, I mean, I still have some uh, past events queued up, so I'm probably going to uh, catch up on the first story and, of course, play the main story. Good. Good luck. Which is good, especially the main story. I like being able to do things at my own pace, as it turns out. Who'd have known? Yeah, same. Acceptable? 
Marin, for the topic of the day, uh, given that I arranged together the production order for this episode and that we didn't do a lot with, uh, on that we skipped a few weeks. Yeah, other than Arknights, I, I have not been paying attention to any gotchas. Yeah, and uh, I just assumed there would be a lot of talk already of some things up. Uh, this episode was pretty special this way, so uh, not in, not uh, as much uh, detail on the unit's capabilities and the events. So I think we uh, I decided and we agreed to not really focus on a topic for this time. Yeah. And just uh, embrace the rumbling instead. So Pretty much. More of the rumbling that is left in and not cut out of the episode. Like, how much of it is? We actually didn't ramble that much, to be perfectly honest. It wasn't too bad. Like, we kept, other than that one tangent, which I'm probably going to keep in anyway, we kept pretty yeah. on point, which is kind so of surprising considering none of us have done this in a month. Exactly. So that one tangent is going to be the topic of the week by proxy. <laughs> because I would have brought in as an off-topic discussions about Animal Crossing, but I think I'm the only one among us three that played it. I have no interest in the game. It just doesn't yeah. click with me. I like, haven't even watched any footage of it. There's nothing to watch. I don't want to say there's nothing to watch. That's not entirely true. The one thing I did watch was someone put a really cool mix made entirely of Animal Crossing of Life Will Change from Persona 5. Yeah. I love that, that to death. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, no, it's 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 one of those like sandbox, do whatever you want sort of games. And while there's definitely gameplay rules to it, that's not really the core of the game. Yeah, exactly. Like we were talking a bit before the show about how you have absolutely no interest in visual novels. No, that's and not for me. That's a little bit of the same thing here, where it's you always have to make kind of a stretch to call it a video game in the first place, and that's already enough of a limit for some people. And I understand it fully. I know it was the same with the previous Animal Crossing games. This one felt like it had a little bit more gameplay to it. Yeah. I mean, you, there's more still gameplay activities. More gameplay is good, better than no gameplay. Absolutely agreed. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm Animal Crossing's not for me. Uh, I've been working my way through Persona 5 Royal. I've been playing a lot of FF14. Like, I'm almost, I'm almost done with Heaven's Word. I have both the raids down now, and now I'm just... I have a few trials left, and then the rest of the questing, and then I'm done with Heaven's Word, which is awesome. Um... But yeah, I, I, while I like playing games with a lot of different options, I also like a lot of different gameplay options. If a game doesn't have interactivity on some level, I just can't get into it. Absolutely. And no, as I was saying, basically, and that's my point to bring it more than to uh, just talk about this game randomly, is uh, the idea of taking things at your own pace. Yes. And uh, there's a lot of daily... Uh, not grind per se, but daily checklists that you have to do in this game, and daily missions that you have to do in some other games, and it can pile up. Yes, it can. Yeah. Even if I've, even in FF14, there's some uh, daily and weekly uh, uh, checklist things to do. Challenges, but, roulettes, uh, your squadron. Exactly. 
but the game is balanced in a way that you don't you are not expected to keep the grind every single week yeah. and uh, to keep it to the end game and do nothing but play this game because even the game's producer himself says you know there's are times where things can get kind of empty and at this time why not play another game why not catch up on some old things why not yeah. do things at your own pace it's a game it's not your job and we're the one that develop it as our job um Although, didn't they announce that there'd be a new version of the Shiva trial that's actually tuned for level 80 that would actually be limited time? Or was it just like a limited beta thing and they'll release a permanent version later? Uh, no, there's no playable beta test uh, in the public. Uh, what they've announced indeed for the next patch is uh, uh, rolling trails uh, starting with Shiva that are basically the same fight as the uh, existing uh, Savage version. But uh, Savage. made for level eighty instead Do you mean of extreme. Just, uh, maybe it's extreme. Maybe it's savage. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Did OG Shiva have a savage mode? I don't think so. Uh, I think she had. Yes. Uh, I only played ex hard and extreme. Well, it may not have. Oh been yeah, that, then yet. it must be extreme. Okay. Then okay. going through the difficulty names. Yeah. No. But I, yeah. Point. Yeah. The, the pretty much uh, similar mechanics, but instead of your character sinking down, which is where you are losing some of your skill, losing part of your rotation, it's the boss that's sinking up essentially. Yeah, um, which is cool. No, yeah. it's 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 different. It's interesting. I definitely am looking forward to that. But yeah, I I, I thought I heard that was up for a limited time only. I thought I heard that wasn't going to be permanent. Yeah, it looks like they're going to uh, rotate and have one of them active uh, every patch. Okay. But that shouldn't be something you should also hear literally farm every single week several times over. No, no. I Hard farm is definitely not something I've been particularly yeah. up for. And they're generally striking a nice balance of giving you things to do, especially give you, giving you things to do with older content mm -hmm. so that the queues are full, but not making it an endless grind and... Uh, completely bonkers treadmill mm -hmm. which i appreciate that was one of the problems wow had back when i was still playing it especially at warlords of draenor where i finally stopped playing that game is it was just relentless it basically demanded your time yeah and uh yeah 14 is fun but you don't have to grind in it no you, know, you can you can totally take things at your own pace i don't feel bad it. if i miss a login day i yeah. can play at my own pace um, Arknights is definitely kind of a set it and forget it. I'll have like a day or two a week of where I'm hard playing and the rest of the time I just hit the auto button and I'm like, cool. Um, yeah. any game that respects your time to the point where they don't demand insanity, I'm going to appreciate. Hard same. It's like we appreciate when we are getting the feeling of being respected. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Yeah. And on that, let us respect the time of our listeners. Yep. <laughs> and end this episode. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are back. We will be back. Uh, we want to say Monday the 11th. I believe that is our one-year anniversary. So that we'll be back is. doing that live. I don't know if that's going to release on audio listen that day, but at the very least, I believe the live show will be that day. 
Oh, y'all are fantastic. Sounds good. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be back next time with more of the games you love to hate. Have a good one, y'all. Bye, everyone. See ya.